From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Because you have a treat right now, I'm going to shut up and you are going to see the Trump-Tucker interview that is broadcasting live over on Twitter or X right here on One America News. Tucker granted us, I think we're the only ones, permission to air this. So forget the debate, watch Tucker and Trump. And boy, did a whole bunch of people take that advice. Oh my goodness. Uh, it was incredible. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to the post-debate edition, if you even want to call it a debate, of In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. My friends, it's, we are loaded today. We are loaded with a lot of stuff. Uh, and I will, of course, get to the big news of the day. Uh, President Trump going down to Fulton County, Georgia to turn himself in. And believe me, it is another, of course, media circus. I mean, it's so newsworthy, I guess, because a lot of networks didn't even have their top anchors there in Milwaukee last night for that nonsensical, if you want to even call it, a debate. Oh my gosh. That, it was right to not watch it. And I'll let you know, I didn't watch, I didn't watch that thing. It was horrendous. It was in some ways very imbecilic, very moronic, highly predictable, and a showcase of why I left the GOP and became an independent. This is sad, folks. This is absolutely sad and pathetic. And I'll get into uh, my analysis of it from watching some of the, well, I guess, I don't know, highlights or lowlights, depending upon how you want to look at it. But also, and we'll get into that, today on the on this episode but one thing that absolutely blew my mind now one of the big things that happened yesterday uh at least in the world and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the world too outside of polit uh, outside of american politics but the mysterious plane crash of yevgeny uh, Prigozhin, the head of the Wagner group, the mercenary group that's been fighting in the Ukraine, apparently the plane crash that took place outside of Moscow is just really kind of weird to me in that, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of other things that are going on closer to home, but given the fact that the mercenary Chief uh, Prigozhin, well, he made the mistake a couple of months ago of trying to take out uh, the military leadership in Moscow, which did not set well with one Vladimir Putin, as you could probably figure out. But given some of the, uh, on the footage online 
of his plane, Prigozhin's plane. Now, here's the thing. We still have not had 100% confirmation that Prigozhin was on that plane. That's number one. Now, of course, it's a crashing. You got all kinds of bodies that are mutilated and so on and so on. It's just, ugh. You know, but still, I, I wanted to uh, have a bit of a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I just wanted to at least mention that because this is going to be one of those mysteries that ranks right up there with the sabotage and the destruction of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. No, you know, you've got, you know, it, was it Putin? Was it the Ukraine? Was it somebody else altogether different? I mean, this is this is real conspiracy theory type stuff but uh, and that's going to be one of those I'll get this is going to be one of those stories we're following and it's going to be interesting to see what they find or what they don't find I, I don't really know uh, but today uh, oh my gosh there's some stories that I have promised you that I would be keeping an eye on. Uh, one of them, of course, is the incredible information that's coming out of Michigan. Yes, my friends, Michigan. The story that Gateway Pundit exposed like a couple of weeks ago, they are doing, they now have even more evidence of the story and it gets really stinking deep and I'll talk about that too but I want to stay focused on the big story today of course Trump is uh, down in is going to be in Atlanta to turn himself in uh, some of the other members of this massive Soviet style show trial have already turned themselves in uh, notables such as John Eastman, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, and others will be forthcoming. But Trump is apparently the big fish. And the Fulton County Sheriff is just giddy with excitement that he's going to have Donald Trump's mugshot. And frankly, it's going to look damn good. Okay? It's just going to look good. But, of course... The big news from last night wasn't the debate. Oh, no, 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 no. The Trump-Tucker interview. That was the buzz of the political world, the buzz of the Internet. And it is, my goodness, and it's less than 24 hours since this thing went live on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. But now, as of, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time today, Thursday, August 24th. It has had that interview over 200 million views. 200 million views. Holy cow, folks. That was 
<laughs> that those are numbers that are just astronomical. 200 million views in less than 24 hours. And yet the debate, if you want to call it that, last night was maybe estimated 20 million. And that I think might be a generous a uh, little more of generosity there, but holy cow. Huh. Oh my, 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 my. This is incredible. Uh, and yes, I definitely saw the Tucker Trump interview myself because everything, if I had to watch that supposed debate, I really would have ended up probably upending a bottle of Pepto-Bismol because it was so sickening to my stomach. Truly, it is. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. It is pretty doggone wild. Uh, I mean, Trump was just being pretty classic Donald Trump. Uh, in this interview, and I, I still kind of have to digest some of it, uh, but some of the, uh, I'm not even, I don't even really want to play any of that debate because it was so annoying. Not one question about election integrity. Not one. That's messed up. That is thoroughly messed up. And of course, we, and also this whole thing, I mean, just listening to these people, I mean, my gosh, I'm like, wow. Now, of course, the one guy who came out of it, probably, you know, the next big target is Vivek Ramaswamy. Now, he apparently has scored some points, uh, and one part I did see when the question was asked by Brett Bear. God, I used to like him, but now, anyway. When Brett Bear asked everyone on the stage, you know, talking about the indictments in Atlanta today, who would still support Trump if he were convicted on any of the counts and wanted a show of hands? The first person who raised their hand, and I mean like almost shot it up, like, ooh, 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 over here, over here, was Vivek Ramaswamy. And, like, oddly enough, I wasn't surprised by that because he's already went down to Miami to show his support for President Trump, even though he is uh, a rival candidate. And yet everybody else was kind of a little slow I mean, even my governor, Ron DeSantis, was probably the slowest. It's kind of like, uh-oh, I better put my hand up, kind of. Uh, yeah, well, me, me. Sorry, governor. I'm still telling you now, as a Floridian, get your ass back to Tallahassee and get things straightened out. Because we've still got a mess here in Florida, even though now... Even more than ever, with these new, oh my gosh, I, I got to swing into this story. New 
lockdowns, not, you know, pandemic 2.0, social distancing, masks, that, uh, vaccine mandates that are going on in colleges already, some, co- some companies, private companies already doing the same thing. I'm like, what the hell? This, without a doubt, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this comes under the stop me if you've heard this before category. Now, new lockdowns, new COVID restrictions and mandates are creeping back in as election season is showing up. The timing is so messed up. It's so obvious. It's so twisted and evil. Now, for me, me and just only me, I'm pretty confident that a lot of that crap's not going to show up here in Florida. We've already been through it, okay? And this is a big reason why in the last few years, Florida has had substantial migration and growth. Substantial. You know, and this is one of the re- one of the big reasons why I even came to Florida and, and settled here because I was out west in Nevada and there was no stinking way that I was going to put up with this crap, with the mandates, with the mask. And I mean, it was bad enough getting to Florida and it was still the mask on planes. You had to put it over your nose. I said, Put it over my... Why don't you put it over my nose? Please. You know, since you want it so dang bad, you do it. I think it's ridiculous. You know, and it's like, well, are we going to have to talk to you? I said, you're talking to me now. What you're trying to do is essentially threaten me. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not an idiot. I'm... My gosh, I lived through the Cold War. Lord knows I've seen what the Soviets have done. But I, I was so, I'm so angry over this. And wherever you are in the country, I mean, with businesses and churches even, schools, I mean, if you have a church, because the church I went to at the time uh, when the first round happened in Nevada, we kind of had to go through, it's like, oh yeah, you can have a mask and you got to do this. and I'm like, I will not. And I encourage everybody within the sound of my voice, do not comply. This is ridiculous. And yes, I'm going on another one of my in black and rants, but, or screeds or tirades, you can call it whatever you want, but there is not a snowball's chance in hell. I will go for any type of mask mandate. No vaccine mandate. I haven't taken the shot. And the people who didn't take the shot in the first round of this are not going to take it in the second round. They're not going to do it. Ay, 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 ay. And the ones, they're not going to do it. And they're going to get real damn angry. Probably more angry than I am. Because we who didn't take it the first time and do not give a rat's rear end about Pfizer's lack of profits because they've been hemorrhaging like crazy. Same with Moderna. 
because nobody wants the damn shot. Nobody. Not just in the United States, but all over the globe. No, no, no. Now, if you want to still uh, stay under the influence of Fauci, the world's most narcissistic, annoying 80-something-plus elf that's been out there, fine. You can be one of his messed up disciples. But if you're going to start screaming at me like one day I did, you need to wear a mask. I was like, screw you and the horse you rode in on. And even more than that, if somebody tries that again, I'm likely to give them an F-bomb. And I don't like to do that because, I mean, yes, I am someone who's trying to be a follower of Jesus Christ and all that. But if anybody tries that with me, it's game on. Or better yet, game over. This is ridiculous. We, if you didn't pay attention to the first go-around of this and what it was used to help all this crazy cheating with the, you know, mail-in ballots. I mean, hello? Are you, the left really thinks that too many Americans are dumber than stumps. We saw this before. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And don't think that some states will try to take this as an excuse once again. You know, oh, well, you can mail in ballots and all that. It's like somehow trying to get around Mike Lindell and his new election security plan or whatever because people aren't going people are not going to go for it people aren't going to go for it but anyway getting back to the quote unquote debate but apparently it's knives out for Vivek Ramaswamy because some of the things he said last night were rather well I'm almost say MAGA. <laughs> I mean, he called climate change a hoax. Cheers. Every time Donald Trump's name got mentioned, cheers. And everything else, it's called... And what was really annoying, really annoying, and I wanted to see what would happen with Trump's surrogates there who were told by Fox to not be allowed into the spin room after the debate, which included his oldest son, Don Jr., his fiancee, Kimberly Gilfoyle. You've got Carrie Lake, really, the queen of MAGA, who was not allowed in there. You also even had sitting members of Congress who were told that you can't go in there. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Byron Donalds, great surrogates for Trump and they couldn't go in there because Fox apparently were so I mean just focused on this messed up narrative that they didn't want anything Trump in there but the problem is there was plenty of Trump there the problem is it wasn't done by the man himself he knew what it was it was a trap set by the RNC who begged him to come 
Uh, even Fox representatives begged him to come from the network itself. And he said, nope, 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 nope. It's a trap. And all he gonna, was going to do is get kneecapped by Pence, by Christie, by DeSantis, and, you know, maybe one or two others. But, frankly, there should be a lot of campaigns today after this debate that need to just pretty much call it a day. We're done. We're folding up shop. Now, Larry Elder, who really should have been there, but he he got so ticked off, he was he's suing the RNC for uh, some type of a breach that didn't allow him on the stage. You know, oh, he didn't he didn't get all the he he didn't no 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 no. Apparently, according to the rules by the RNC, he had pretty much everything he needed to qualify to get on that stage. But because they didn't take a Rasmussen poll into consideration, which is like, what? Rasmussen is one of the most credible and has one of the best track records as far as a polling organization. But no, we, we can't take the we can't take the Rasmussen poll. Huh? Ugh. Now, you see, this is why the old GOP needs to pretty much the GOP needs to RIP. Rest in peace, because y'all are dead. I mean, seriously dead until and you would have been you would have been pretty much buried into the ground and not win elections until this guy named Donald Trump came along and oh baby did he change everything he has brought more energy more passion to the Republican Party than anyone since Ronald Reagan and now Historically, the fate of our nation is dependent upon what they do to Trump. Now, that's a big thing to say. It really is. But historically, it has some, well, I mean, it, it has legs to it. Now, of course, we're some of, there are really only two other people the fate of these individuals really decided a lot for our nation. Now, one of them being Benj uh, George Washington. God, I almost said Benjamin Franklin. No, but he was important. But George Washington, during the Revolution, he was one of those key catalysts for change. Because if Washington went down, so probably would be the entire American Republic, and we would have lost the Revolutionary War. And that's a dang shame. Now, of course, then we come up to Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War and the things that he did to try and save the Union, even though it was very, very split in two. The Confederacy carried a major league grudge for a hell of a long time after that, but 
For, you know, and it was sad, but fortunately, Lincoln lived long enough before his assassination to put things right and to help get the country back on track. Now, Donald Trump, yes, indictments and all, and he kind of kid, he, he kind of kidded, uh, kidded about it during the interview. It's like, you know, but Tucker asked him a very real and serious question with all of these with all of the lawfare and the indictment and the messed up DAs the crooked judges and everything else could he be up for assassination to try to stop him and I like to you know he was a little actually Tucker did it twice the first time, you know, Trump tried to deflect the question, but he, but Tucker tried it again and asked it, you know, are you concerned, you know, that there are going to be people who are going to try to kill you because the lawfare isn't working? The indictments aren't working. Every indictment he gets, he gets stronger. He goes up in the polls, and he pretty much... Yeah, I I really don't understand why the RNC is doing this, but the primary is done and has been done for quite a while. I mean, heck, I even said it November of last year, right after the uh, midterms. I said, uh, Donald, all Donald Trump has to do at this point is announce he's running. You know, I am running for the presidency of the United States in 2024. Bam, he wins the primary. And, and it's not to prove an I told you so, because it's really not. But there were people who knew. There were people who knew that Trump's, uh, it, was a, it wasn't a question of if, it was a question of, of when now I didn't think he was going to do it so quickly after the midterms I mean but still he announced and pretty much it the rest as they say is history so history he's been dominant in the polls I mean dominant ever since late last year and going into the early part of this year he was really the guy behind the scenes who helped get Kevin McCarthy the speakership. Now, I mean, and they're like, whoa, you don't know that. It's like, please, people. I mean, come on. You, you got to be a little bit more critical in your thinking and stop emoting everywhere. You just have to realize what's going on. Trump is who he is. Now, he is still a bit of a kingmaker. I mean, perfect example of this. Most recently, in the Kentucky GOP primary for governor of the state, Trump endorsed Daniel Cameron, the, uh, the attorney general of Kentucky, and he won the Kentucky GOP primary. And he's going against uh, the Democrat governor. Oh, God, I don't even care what his name is. But still, 
Trump is still a force to be reckoned with as much as other people may not like it. Just get over it, people. Your Trump derangement syndrome, especially, I have a special sort of, mm, well, I'm not exactly sure what the proper word is, but for the never-Trump Christians who are out there, these big-name ministry leaders, you better get with the program because God has an agenda and he doesn't consult you for it because you're not all that in a bag of chips. This is about the, the future of the country, not about whatever sort of, you know, whatever your agenda is. Because it doesn't mean jack, okay? It just doesn't. And you better get with that program. Because if we do not get Trump back in the office of the presidency next year, this will pretty much be get ready because it's tyranny and fascism and totalitarianism gone run amok. Just run amok. And we already are seeing right now they're not the radical wackadoodle totalitarian fascist left isn't even hiding it anymore. They want control they will do whatever they have to to do it. And all they're waiting for is Trump supporters to make a move. Now, I'm going to go back again to Newt Gingrich. On the night of the Trump indictment there in Atlanta, he warned us that there, if Trump is convicted and they try to put him in jail, it's going to get ugly. I mean, even Trump was asked about, do you, and he really didn't even answer the question, but he did ask, uh, Tucker did ask, does President Trump think there's going to be a, a type of civil war? Now, I think he was, he didn't really give a direct answer to the question. He He's aware there's a lot of passion there's a lot of hatred. There's a lot of, I'm smarter than you are. I'm better than you are. And they're using a weaponized legal system to do it. The Department of Justice, the FBI, they're going to go after patriots. They're going to go after people of faith. I mean, hell, the FBI has already tried to do that with the Catholic Church. Hello, somebody? Yee. You know, and why is the FBI getting up into the church's business? This whole excuse of, well, domestic terrorism. It's like, pfft. I call BS right there. I'll call it there. I'm, I'm not going to be a nice guy about this. It's like, what the hell kind of business is it of the FBI trying to in trying to develop and, and infiltrate Catholic parishes and they already did it you know and of course oh Christopher Ray oh please somebody needs to seriously gib slap him in the face not upside the head because he is a jackass um the jackass of jackasses 
this is ridiculous and he's like oh no we i saw that and oh no we got we, we it, no he lied he didn't stop it in fact it happened not just in richmond virginia but also los angeles and my town my city that i grew up in portland oregon oh baby don't tell me that the fbi are liars it is the fascist bureau of intimidation i mean look what they've done to in the mark house mark hauk case in pennsylvania pro-life catholic activist has a wife and like what seven kids and they show up in in the morning in full armored up gear and scared the daylights out of them and this is a message sender okay this is to send a message to anyone who defies the fbi we're going to come after you we're going to squash you like bugs and praise god mark hauk beat the case he was acquitted hallelujah and now he's running for congress in the first congressional district of pennsylvania yay this is a this is as they say in the movie business a preview of coming attractions and for anyone who's in the faith community that actually has not been turned into a woke dipstick this is a message to you they're sending it via the fbi hey if you don't get with our program if you speak out you're going to essentially be uh you're going to be indicted you're going to be arrested we're going to ruin you ruin your life ruin your family ruin your life your livelihood that's the message i've been trying to tell people but nobody wants to listen because somehow i don't know i mean like do they think i'm some sort of an idiot which is mistake number one i mean i do not know but i'm really concerned about it and that's going to be my message from now until november 2024 when donald trump gets put back into the presidency and that's what scares the deep state the administrative state absolutely spitless it absolutely scares them because because they know oh they know that when trump gets back in it's like see ya turn out the lights the party's over <laughs> you know i mean like that it's pretty crazy but you know what can you do folks the patriots are out there trump is out there he's putting his life i think literally on the line to protect us the american people and if that means he's going to spend if he has to spend time he's willing to go for it he's willing to say he puts his money where his mouth is and frankly or in this case he puts his freedom where his mouth is because he didn't have to do this you know that's the part that can't that some people cannot get through their thick heads he did not have to do this but he is and he has more moral courage than anybody i have seen in a long time in the political world in the business world 
and frankly even in ministry I mean I'm just that I'm just a really bad kid I guess I don't know but this is just in freaking sane it, it just is um, but going back to um, the whole circus and charade that's going on in Atlanta today I gotta play this I really have got to play this but before I do I just got to do a little bit of a backtrack a, a bit now I have I've been talking about for the last couple of days John Solomon of just the news and his team who are who have come out with a series of stories and reporting about Joe Biden Hunter Biden the whole thing um, the whole ugly business in the Ukraine about taking that billion dollar loan guarantee and getting the prosecutor general Victor Shokin fired because he was going after Burisma and Hunter was on the board of the Bur of Burisma I'm thinking oh man I mean this is another in a series and this the latest series is a timeline of what happened with the firing of Victor Shokin uh, and using that billion dollar loan guarantee as leverage against the Ukraine so I haven't forgotten that but oh my goodness there's oh, I'm gonna be putting all of these stories on in blackandright.net because it needs to be they need to you need to see the evidence you need to see the receipts the memos the email the timeline John Solomon's team has done absolute quality work and yes we are getting finally you know the house House Judiciary Committee and the Oversight Committee you know looking into this stuff and a lot of what they have confirms John Solomon's reporting so this is just absolutely going to be a hoot and I'm gonna put it on there but let's get to let's stick with Atlanta for a minute state senator Georgia State Senator Colton Moore uh, district 53 has been the only one it seems with the character and the commitment to stop this foolishness that's going on with Fannie Willis but apparently the Republican establishment has proven to me once again why I'm glad I'm no longer a part of a party of wimps wusses moral cowards and intellectual deviants now with the upcoming uh, appearance of uh, President Trump today down there uh, Senator uh, Senator Colton Moore who I'd love to interview because he's not just a principal conservative leader he's under the age of 30 and this is the type of people I'm very very um, optimistic about because they are part of the new right they are and I love it because they actually they're young they're principled they're fighters 
and I love running across them at all times and love to interview them and learn how they at such a young age discovered how to be leaders but let's go to uh, Colton State Senator Colton Moore from Georgia with Steve Bannon this morning on the war room but you used quite an explosive term uh, before we went to break you said that these people were political prisoners explain to our audience what do you mean by that yeah well what, the, these individuals what were they doing they were questioning the integrity of the election some of them have been indicted off evidence of nothing more than a tweet right or a facebook post so what does that do to anyone else who wants to speak out they become afraid they become fearful for themselves because they're worried they too could be indicted i mean this is the exact strategy that dictators and authoritarians use all across the globe i mean even Saddam Hussein used this with his political dissidents. Anyone who speaks out again, will get, they get put in the gulag. That's what we're seeing here in the state of Georgia. And it scared my fellow senators into speaking out. It scared my fellow representatives into speaking out. And right now, the people demanding their legislators to speak out and call for the special session is about our only hope legislatively. Uh, but yes... This is exactly what is going to happen. And, and in the state of Georgia, of all places, that's the part that just makes me scratch my head. Whatever, what the hell ever happened to, uh, whatever happened to these people? You know, what's going on? Why a traditionally very red state, but apparently the Republican establishment, the leadership, namely Kemp and Raffensperger and Chris Carr, the Attorney General and others, but yet the Georgia Republican Party is loaded to the gills with grassroots activists. And yet, once again, with, oh my gosh, just amazing cowardice they're not going to call a special session Kemp's not going to do it and apparently the Georgia legislature these Republicans are like well we have the uh, we, the judge no 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 Georgia just passed a law that allows the governor to remove prosecutors where the hell are you, Brian Kemp? If anybody needs to be removed for the most frivolous reasons, it's Fannie Willis and her motley crew of other trained circus animals. My gosh, it just blows my mind. Just blows my mind. Holy cow. My lord. Ugh. Oh, my, 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 my. We definitely have got some problems, folks. Georgia, we have a problem. And it's a big problem. And if your legislature won't act to stop this foolishness that's supposed to be Republican, they're not Republican. 
They are rhinos. They are democrats in disguise. This is nonsense. This is absolute nonsense because at its core, these indictments of these 18 people and President Trump is nothing more than squashing free speech. Period. End of discussion. And if it can't, and if the legislature and camp and all these other good old boys that, that up there in Georgia, I almost said down there, but I'm in Florida. I'm just south of Georgia, but still, we are watching here in Florida. Do you have, do you have the steel in your spine? Do you have essentially the testicular fortitude to actually do the right freaking thing? Apparently, from what I'm seeing, the answer is no. And the constit your constituents are giving you an earful. And you earned it. Okay? You earned it. Ha! Ay, 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 ay. This is just ridiculous. Or redonkulous. Ay, ay, ay. But yeah, so yeah, this, this is me, and I'm going to not be nice about it, because later today, when Trump gets there, this is going to be another fine example, <coughs> excuse me, of why the GOP are wimps. They are. They are total wimps. I have, they're wusses. I don't care what anybody says. And I know probably some of my friends in Georgia are going to be mad, but hey, y'all brought it on yourselves. And I have no intention of, you know, backing off of any of this. So I don't know what you're going to think of me, but it, it needs to be, the balls and the strikes need to be called. And I'm just one person of many in social media, podcasters, influencers, what have you. Yep, and I'm still going to do it. Well, and whatever you might think of that, that is totally up to you. But as for right now, my friends, I'm going to call it a day today. I'm, I'm going to be monitoring all the coverage from Fulton County. Uh, when President Trump arrives, and yes, I will be commenting on commenting on it tomorrow, and probably on other some of the other social media. So, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, send us any type of email at inblackandright at gmail .com. Check out our website inblackandright.net. and well, we're gonna have ourselves some fun tomorrow uh, for WTF Friday. So, my friends, take care of yourselves. God bless. Pray for our country because Lord knows we definitely need it. So, with that in mind, I simply say, Patriots come in all colors. Take care, everybody.